Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. Uh, and on today's episode, we talk about a being that I'm surprised I didn't know much more about than already. But this seems to be like on the um, list of things in the Bible and other forms of religion that's kind of not been mentioned as much. Yeah. But the Watchers. Yeah, I didn't know anything about them either. I had to do like some digging because I, when Isaac told me, I've heard of like shadow things that are considered like the Watchers, but that was like a totally different thing. So yeah, I did some research myself. Now, if you're going, uh, uh, what? Um, so, uh, I don't know how many of you, uh, are up with your Bible knowledge, but, uh, in the book of Enoch, Enoch. I was thinking, it's like a, it almost sounds like a metal word said, like a blah, you know? Yak. Oh my gosh. Anyway. The Watchers were angels sent uh, by God to watch over man in the early days. And this is pre-flood. Yeah. Right? So the man before the flood. So Noah's time and all that stuff. To basically observe and, you know, report, essentially, how they're doing stuff like that. Now, these angels that he sent... Not on the best terms. Yeah. They, right? They fell in love with the... No, no, no. Before I even get to that part... I'm sorry. Jeez. <laughs> Skipping ahead. Yeah. No. They weren't on the best terms with God. Uh-huh. Right? Christian God. They weren't on the best terms with him. Hence why they got sent to be basically just babysitters, in a sense. Yeah. Now, Sam Yereza, I'm not saying his name right, the leader of the Watchers, right? Uh, and this is almost like a bleed into a rip off of Greek mythology in a sense. But he thought that in the other ones, the watchers that were there with him, that it would be better if they help mankind along, right? Yeah. And go against God's word of just watching and just more like that. Yeah. Um, which kind of, there's some also rumors about them being fallen angels, it seems like that. But rebelling against it, God can kind of associate the same thing. But they started giving, uh, God modern technology and ideas of science and, and, Pushing him along, but was it really the um, the caveat you would say mm-hmm. to them being almost let's say banished on Earth was uh, them falling in love with the women of of Earth wow. and yeah. procreating yeah. and making giants. Yeah, which is the Nephilim, which yeah. is uh, Aramaic, I think, for giant. But we'll get into them later. Yeah, yeah. Now, the Watchers. Uh, like I said, their main job was to basically observe and report and all that. Um, there were certain watchers that gave man certain ability, uh, not abilities, but like one, I can't remember his name, but he was the one that kind of gave us the ideas for war. Yeah. Yeah. There was even astrology, I think, was in there yeah. too. Yeah. So he helped push men along. But, um, so they were doing this stuff. They were kind of mortalizing themselves by being there. When they created Nephilim, the giants, right? Now, the giants in Nephilim, Created from the Watchers, because it's kind of like a half and half episode of both of those. Yeah. Um, they were kind of at peace with humans at first, right? Mm-hmm. Now imagine beings that were like, you know, 20 feet tall, giant monster of a man. You know, the biggest human beings on Earth right now are like eight feet tall and stuff like that. But these guys are like 20 feet. Yeah. They're, they're monsters, right? And they had kind of a peace treaty going on with man and stuff like that, but they got greedy. And they started wreaking havoc and uh, pillaging and stuff like that and taking, trying to take over um, to a point where uh, the story goes that Archangel, uh, what's his face? What's his face? Michael. Michael. Yeah. I was thinking of Raphael for a second, but no. Raphael does more so like healing, like 
Michael is normally the one that keeps order. Was sent down <laughs> to basically say, hey, cut this shit out, right? Yeah. Um, And Ural, I think it was his name, one of the archangels, it was the one that passed the message on to uh, Noah saying, hey, uh, they're they're messing uh, stuff up and uh, we kind of need to do a reset, right? Yeah. So hence why Noah's Ark happened and stuff like that. Now, there's a there's a rumor that Noah was somehow related to Nephilim. Interesting. Somewhere I don't like to send it down. Now, this is a story that's been told the Christian point of view. Now, everyone knows that, well, if you're more knowledgeable, that a lot of things were in the Christian faith from the Bible were taken from other pieces of other religions, mm-hmm. right? Some of the stories from Egyptian belief and uh, other Pathians of gods. Even the story, essentially, with the Watchers, kind of sounds like the Greek gods, right? Each specific angel had a specific thing to give to man, which essentially could be a different god giving man a certain ability to, you know, yeah. further advance themselves. But what, um, I'm probably going to define a little more here and there, but what was more interesting is that um, in doing a little research on this, um, mm-hmm. I found that uh, the Native Americans, their legends, their stories told to them are almost identical. Really? They have stories of giants being born from the spirits of uh, the sky and mating with women and creating giants that would wreak havoc. Dang. And two sons. Two twin brothers were born. Uh, I forgot what the other one's name is, but I remember one was named something Alaguanquin or Native American, but essentially meaning the Slayer of Giants. Mm. Right? And those two brothers wiped out majority of the giants together uh, in North America at the time. From Cherokee to Apache, right? They all had a similar story. Because when uh, Christian um, what's the word? missionaries mm-hmm. came to uh, America, during the times like that, and they try to basically say, hey, listen to our story and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, we already know that. Like, what? I'm like, yeah, the flood, no, 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 we already know all that. And I'm like, well, how do you know that? It's like, because our, our ancestors told us. They passed them the stories down. Wow. So. That's crazy that, like, two separate areas of the world that, at that time, didn't really come together and see each other. Oh, the bigger conspiracy about a lot of things being connected together. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, yeah. So North America and stuff like that already had giants, apparently, from those stories. Now that goes back to the older idea, that connected to another tangent of a theory, though, yeah. uh, about Pangea, about basically us being one continent and all of us being together at once, and then we started working together. And the, but that that kind of happens. I don't know what a timeline is between the Tower of Babel and the flood, right? I think the Tower of Babel came first and then the flood then. Yeah. I don't know. I gotta look that up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But so Nephilim were wreaking havoc and that's when the flood happened, right? To basically eradicate a lot of the people and, you know, take out um these Nephilim giants that were basically causing a lot of problems. Yeah. And a lot of the um watchers, angels, became fallen angels. Which I think God said, No, you're stuck there now. You what? Didn't, didn't they have a? Didn't he cast like a couple of them under the Euphrates River? That's what um, uh, Michael did. He imprisoned, chained some of them, including the leader. I think. Uh, I'm not, don't quote me on that. I'm not 100 sure or not. 
Yeah. But chain some of them underneath the Euphrates. Yeah, Euphrates. Yeah. Which is what their, like, conspiracy theories about, like, the end of the world and stuff like that. That's where they're, like, worried about because it's apparently in the Bible somewhere or something with tying the end of the world. Um, Like, when the Euphrates River starts, like, like getting lower and lower, it's, like, closer to the end because apparently when the river is, like, dried up, end of the world is like one of the things and i think recently there was some like article or something about it drying up and started panic in like conspiracy theorist minds about um uh oh you know but i thought it was interesting that he chained them in the euphrates river and because i never tied the two together like i said i i going into this i had like no clue no it's not a story that i was told a lot when in my my uh young christian days um yeah I remember learning about Samson and stuff like that, but and then of course Goliath was a Nephilim, yeah. right? One of the last ones alive after the flood. Now that leads me into one of my other theories. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the Nephilim survived the flood, right? Not every one was wiped out. Every person probably was wiped out, but not the Nephilim. They survived. Hence why you had stories like the um the giant that was found in Iraq, the big redded beard one that took like you know. An entire platoon of soldiers to take out. Oh, yeah. I thought that was... When you told me that, I was like, whoa. Right? Yeah. That could have been a leftover Nephilim over time. Right? Um, Different giant spottings throughout time. Different places across the world. Finding giant footprints and giant bones left over. Yeah. Now, if all this took place, you know, 10,000 BC or however how long ago you want to do the timeline ago, right? Bones could still exist through that time. Look at dinosaur bones still existing now. Yeah. Petrified and stuff like that. So a lot of people say giants never existed. These are, these are just stories, right? Now a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff. But uh, it could also explain why some humans are enormous giants, essentially. Yeah. Why some of us are reached the height of seven feet, eight feet tall, and have like or easy gain muscles and like monsters amongst men and stuff like that. Why yeah. it's easy. Like that could be like a leftover Nephilim gene that's somehow tracing the bloodline all the way till now. Oh. Cause you look at the average person, right? And it's going to hurt a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, short, shorter guys who think they're, they're tall, but no, the average height of the American man is five, eight. Yeah. That's the average height. Of the American man is five eight. That's just America. You can imagine the rest of the world with a lot of people shorter, yeah. right? I think I think the overall of the whole world was five six. That is a that's a <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah. But being tall is essentially not a normal thing. Um, mm-hmm. Even even you look at like uh, we call it, when we go to museums and stuff like that and see like chairs and like tables and furniture from like the early eighteen hundreds, right? A lot of it's small. Yeah. Right? And people say, oh, humans were a lot smaller back then. Well, technically, we're still kind of small now. Yeah. Um, But when you look at, like, people who are, who reach the heights of, like, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, 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 even taller, right? Yeah. There's a professor right now who's eight feet tall. Eight? Yeah. Well, two, actually. Sorry. Almost is about seven foot eight. And then, mm-hmm. um, what's his face? He just joined AEW, the Indian guy. He's a monster. I think he's eight feet tall. Great Khali was about eight, uh, seven, nine, eight feet tall. What about Andre the Giant? He was, he was eight feet tall, too. Yeah. yeah. 
you imagine? I'm only 5'1". Uh, do you imagine me like standing next to them? Holy! Pick you up like a pair, a couple of grapes. <laughs> a couple of grapes. That was a random. Uh... If you ever watched Brooklyn Nine Nine, you know the reference. Okay, I know that's why. I was like, what? Anyway, um, but yeah, that's my theory. Is that somehow the Nephilim gene is still existent in humans today? Hence, why some of us reach monstrous heights and, and enormous power, mm-hmm. right? Stronger than the average human. Yeah. Um, why we can be these, these, uh, say giants essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that gives some proof that there is that gene long ago. And some people relate it to the idea that if we came from the Anunnaki and stuff like that, oh, yeah, I've... that that is still not bloodline in the original. Well, it's just a little bit of their blood still mixed with us. And Dang. we are supposed to be that big because they were that big. And us being tiny was just kind of a how we, were made by them yeah yeah because i remember when i was researching this too i mean that was one of the first things that popped up was like the reference to the anunnaki and i was like whoa what well yeah it's funny you say that um ancient sumerian tablets reference uh beings like the watchers now that goes back all the way to ancient sumerian time Uh, it referenced beings like the watchers which uh, the age of Sumerians, the Anunnaki, when they talk about the Anunnaki coming down, they was a group of Anunnaki aliens that helped mankind told different, two different ways. One was helping mankind flourish and stuff like that. The other is they create us and stuff like that. Now, if you take the same number of watchers, the same number of Anunnaki, they're almost the same amount of beings that helped man out. And even, uh, different religions, they talk about beings coming from the sky and helping man, different religions, all that stuff, right? So the watchers could have been essentially what is it? The Christian Bible's version of a pantheon of gods helping man out in the early days. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I did not find a lot on it, but I'm curious if you did. But are there dark watchers? Like, are there... Because um, you have, like, those that were kind of, like, you know, monotone, like, they helped people out and whatnot. But, like, was there any dark watchers? Like I said, these ain't, these angels that were sent to watch weren't on the best terms, right? Yeah. And I would say it was a punishment or something like that, but a lot of them probably succumbed to evil thoughts. Yeah. Now, there's also, I, I don't know if it was true, and I was reading a lot of things when I was looking up stuff on the Watchers, but apparently one guy was saying that demons mm-hmm. uh, corrupted the Watchers into mating with women, creating Nephilim, because the demons knew Nephilim would be a a race of beings that could kill God's perfect children. Wow. Right? Yeah. Whether that's true or not, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. But if, and this goes into like a deeper theory, kind of going on, I say off the rails, but yeah. <laughs> is that if demons were here first and the fallen angels, essentially the watchers came here and were corrupted and some of them became demons over time or just became fallen angels, who the hell was here first? Then? Yeah. Whoa. And I have my own conspiracy ideas about the idea of what Earth was before stuff like that, but that goes through a whole different thing. Yeah, I, I don't. I only have another hour here, but yeah. <laughs> this feels like our theories and stuff like this on this. But no, um, where I was going with this? That's right. Um, some of the information I got was, um, at least the theory was what that the Watchers were aliens, which. Kind of resorts to, um, we'd say, 
all forms of religions can say that are aliens that were the beings that came down and and basically taught man this and that stuff like that, right? Because mm-hmm. you look at angels probably depicting depicted 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 um and and the bible stuff like that you actually draw the way they're supposed to look they look like giant machine wheels with eyeballs in the center and like all wings with like ten thousand eyes and stuff like that like not not handsome humans right yeah so these beings are things like that they would make sense to be an alien essentially well to us anyway so but um But, um, what was I saying? Uh, would you like to hear some of the watchers' names? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because there was over 200 of them, right? Yeah, but not all of them were known. Okay. Yeah. Dang. We went down the list a bit long, but yeah. anyway. Um, Acario? Arcario? I'm not saying that name mm-hmm. right or not. Um, I'm going to get another stuff from Wikipedia, so. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, taught humans the signs of the earth. However, in the, Sibylline Oracles. I'm going to read that. Orca um, is referred to not as a fallen angel or a watcher, but one of the five angels who led the souls humans to judgment. Wow. And the other four being uh, Ramar, Uriel, Samariel, and Azrael. They really like those aerial names. <laughs> um, Armos um, taught humanity resolving of enchantments. Yeah, there was a lot. I did read that there was, like, I forgot which one ex- specifically. But they taught women sorcery. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And old technology, like I said for the last episode. Yeah. Lost to time. Dang. All right. Um, Azrael. Azrael? Azazel? Azazel. That's interesting. Azazel was the name of the, uh, the mutant and X-Men that could teleport. The red demon looking one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Taught humans that make knives, swords, shields, and other divorce ornaments and cosmetics. Yeah. So he basically taught mankind warfare, which if there was a top of the shit list uh, for Archangel Michael to uh, go after, he was on there because yeah. mankind was fighting with themselves. Yeah. Um, Gardrail, Gardrail, uh taught the art of cosmetics, funny enough, and the use of weapons and killing blows. So those two together. Yeah. One was a blacksmith, one was the trainer. Yeah. Um, Barkrell, Barkrell, uh, taught astrology. Yeah. Yeah. That are, that's crazy. Yeah. Interesting. Bezazel, Bezazel, I hate Hebrew names. Um, you probably looked this up yourself and you want to get the proper pronunciation. Yeah. Um, it was mentioned in Enoch, but it was left out of most of the translations because of the damaged manuscripts and, Problematic transmissions of text. Wonder what day where that one was about. Um, Chazar, though? Well, it looks like Charizard. Uh, almost looks like what? Charizard, Chaz, 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 Uh, taught humans the signs of the clouds, meteorology. Wow. How to measure weather. You know, like, how you, when you mentioned this, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of remind me of the substitute teacher that. Can't pronounce the... Hey, hey, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if their names are this fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my maiden name is Aragona, and they call it Aragon. 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 Like, yeah. Yeah. Aragon. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, going on with this. Uh, Corcobel. 
Cocabel. Uh, his name and he is high ranking, holy angel, and Enoch. He is a fallen watcher, a resident in the Nether realms, Nether realms, and commands 365,000 surrogate spirits to his bidding. Among other duties, he instructs his fellows in astrology. Wow. Uh, Pinroom? Pinroom? Almost like perfume. Penny Moon. Uh, to, yeah, whoever is like knows the proper pronunciation, I'm just freaking pissing them off. Uh, taught mankind the art of writing and ink and paper and taught the children of men the bitter and sweet, uh, the bitter and the sweet and the secrets of wisdom. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Serial, uh, taught mankind, oh, that's Serial. Serial taught mankind about the, uh, courses of the moon and regarding forbidden knowledge. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. And, uh, Samaziah, Samaziah. Who's a leader, right? Yeah. Um, this one's interesting. Sham Seal. Sham, Sham Seal. Anyway, uh, was once a guardian of Eden. Wow. Uh, as it stated in Zor, Zohar. I don't know what the hell that is. Um, with the two chief asides to the Archangel Ural, right? Mm-hmm. The other side being Hazel. When Ural uh, bore his standard, uh, bore his standard into battle, and the uh, and is the head of the three sixty five legion of angels, and also crowns prayers. Weird. Yeah, that's a short list so far of I guess the most important ones, uh, watchers when it came to giving man knowledge and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that's interesting. And the reason why it was forbidden is because. It was technically what they've learned from being in heaven. Yeah. And they weren't supposed to relay that information. Well, you got to think about every every religion, right? Every mythology has a story of a god or gods giving information to man and being punished for it by an elder elder god, right? Uh, we know about Prometheus, right? Giving man fire, which is essentially knowledge to do so. And he was forever punished for all eternity to be ripped apart by crows. And then the next day be healed over again to happen to him all over again. Dang. Right? Uh, as that's, a Zeus. That's a curse. Yeah. As a Zeus did basically just say, uh, I didn't want to know this shit and I'm going to punish you forever. Yeah. Right? Same for Christianity. Mark Eric Michael came down and says, what are you doing? Why are you messing everything up? Right? They're not ready for all this. Look what they're doing to each other. Yeah. Now we gotta destroy it all because you, you wanted to do that stuff, right? Um, but some of that knowledge was kept through time. And I said, some of the Nephilim, the uh, children of these, the Watchers, was left over. Created giants and still in our bloodline, hence why we're still advancing now. Yeah. To yeah, where I, we are now. Yeah, I definitely don't have any Nephilim. <laughs> no, at you're all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, here goes the interesting part. Mm-hmm. There's a long list of angels, according to Christianity, and stuff like that. Now, here's a, it's a different theory. This, it, this is what had me thinking about the Watchers and everything I learned about them, right? Mm-hmm. There are angels sent here to watch. Essentially, they yeah. messed everything up by 
mating with men and, and giving us the knowledge and technology and stuff like that to basically just kill ourselves even faster. Um, there's a the old story that essentially the, the theory anyway is that demons were always been around forever. Mm-hmm. It's why all religions have their own form of demons, right? Yeah. The creature demons, the entity, what they are, right? Yeah. The dark spirits, whoever religion you would talk to has their own versions. And they were around before the devil even was around. But he became the leader of them when he fell to the earth, right? So, here's an idea that's probably going to piss off any Christian listeners, essentially. And it's just a theory. It's not actually that. But what if, in that same terminology, angels, the beings angels, always existed, beings of light. But God, or the Christian God anyway, from Yahweh and stuff like that, came in and basically took control and charge of all of them. Because he was more powerful. Some of them didn't like it. So I said, hey, hey, what are you doing with that? What are we doing? You know, we always were fine the way we were doing it. Why do you got to be in charge? He said, well, you're going to go down and watch these, these, these humans then. And I decided to put on Earth. Right? Yeah. And they became fallen angels over time. Stuck here, essentially. But then it makes you wonder, too, like, well, they created us. Well, that. that's the biggest question that's been around forever. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows there's going to be answered. There's different theories about us being a prison planet. Humans being punished here for something our ancestors from like probably a million years ago did. And we're just still stuck here paying for the price. Right. And to where the story of Adam and Eve came from. Maybe they stole knowledge. There's a whole bunch of shit we can talk about. (laughs) But um, the one time that because I've I've been in the presence of a demon more times than I I think I have. Right. Mm -hmm. We both have anyway. Yeah. But the one time that I was pretty sure I was in the presence of a being of an angel, right? Yeah. Um, I could still feel it with my ability. Yeah. And as someone listening, like, oh, we tie in your ability to this episode. It's, it works with a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to, but yeah. it just reminded me of that one incident we had at the web yeah. library where I felt and, and powerful and, energy on the left side of my, my hand that charged my entire arm. The last time I felt anything on that power level on the right was a demon. Yeah. And to put a little bit of a pre preface in there, um, we were basically we weren't going back to the web library anymore and we were crossing over or helping anybody that needed to um go to the other side. So like any messages that come through going through to the psychics the psychics were saying like if anybody needs to go on go on you know like if we can help you anyway whatever whatever and um we actually had somebody on the team that was reading a you know like a prayer calling in archangels to help you know like cross these people if they need to be crossed they want to stay here that's up to them again free will that's the biggest thing Mm. And any religion, I think, is the whole idea of free will. And um, so, you know, if they wanted to stay behind, they didn't want to cross, they were more than willing to this day. And um, so uh, what we were saying that we were calling in the archangels, like even the psychics could feel like a little bit of a shift. But that's when you said, whoa, 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 what is that? Like I've never felt anything that powerful on the light side. Yeah. Darkness every single time, every day. Something is always coming at me dark wise. Yeah. And then once in a while, I feel something light, but it'd be a, a human spirit. Yeah. Just enough to make my hand charge. But my entire left arm, all the way up to my shoulder, 
never have ever felt anything that powerful. Yeah. And after researching stuff in the Watchers, made me wonder, was it a Watcher that came by saying, what is going on over here? How are all these spirits crossing? Yeah. What's yeah. happening, right? And he was, or it was, they were yeah. curious to know what was going on. Because we had, um, like, I think two people from two different religions reading prayers. And we had four psychics working, like, hard to cross over anybody that needed. That whole night was that. And I think it's important to preface, too, to listeners kind of, like, wondering, like, even with our paranormal team, like, how um, we kind of did things is with, with Isaac's ability, basically, he would pull the dark. Because I know from our research that we've done and our experience, you know, like, going to these places that sometimes there are dark entities that keep the light ones trapped it's just how it is or the light ones aren't don't know how to move on which creates you know light and dark and then you have dark things that keep it there you know like oh you don't know where you're going let me keep you here you know especially if there's dark energy already there you know um from like a brutal murder or something like that and so basically isaac would remove any of the dark energy off the plane like you know to allow light ones to come in and like that happens a lot with us in investigations hope you know like he would scope the like area pull the dark ones off so the light ones could come through and if they had a message or if they wanted to cross or if they needed help or whatever because a lot of spirits sometimes just need the verbalization of their story and what's going on and it out to be able to cross um especially if it's if it's a darker situation that happened to them um and so then the psychics would come in there was four at the time i think we had like three no three on the first original team on this team that we have now we have two no all of us are yeah you like how me in the same thing well yeah you can kind (laughs) of help cross people a little bit um but um, on the new team, we have the Shadow Walker Paranormal. We have three. So basically, the rest of the night is, you know, like capturing any evidence, like talking to the spirits, letting them cross. And then at the night, you know, anything else that's left over that's dark or that's, you know, was hiding at the beginning is kind of, you know, out in the open dark. Isaac will pull and pull from the ground to remove any negative energy. And, you know, like us, the other psychics will put back in positive energy. So that anybody that wants to cross can cross and say a prayer and obviously tell nothing to follow us home. So that's kind of like how we operated. And that's how we kind of, in our mind, thought the best possible way to cleanse an area and to help the people that were stuck there at these locations. So I don't know, just to give that out there. And uh, that's a little bit of a tangent, but it kind of ties <laughs> in with what Isaac was feeling to kind of understand why he would be feeling that. Well, that was my idea after was that it could have been a watcher that came by and was curious about what was going on because I've never felt anything like that in any place we've ever been before. Yeah. And making me think, right, that some of these watchers, the good ones anyway, were allowed to stay, or I say allowed to stay, but kind of meant to stay. Yeah. And just keep watch over mankind until this day and that. It's why you get stories about guardian angels and stuff like that, and people being saved randomly and different like that. They might be interfering, but helping people out every now and then because they want to. Yeah. I can tell you really quick a time when that happened to me. And I think I've said it on here before. Make it super short, short so you guys don't have to hear like 30 minutes of this one story. <laughs> but um, basically, 
I was going one night. I like, I don't know. I like going grocery shopping and coffee like runs at night for some reason. That's just my thing. Anyways. So me and my sister were going and I thought I had, I, I misjudged the light. Like I thought it was, I thought ours was green, but it wasn't. It was a turning lane. And before I could recognize it, um, I hit the brakes, but we were already almost like in the middle of the intersection. And like, I, I was to the point where I was like bracing for impact. Like I, I was like, this is going to happen. We're going to get an accident. The car is going to turn. Like I, I already felt it. Um, and we, I was just basically waiting for the impact. And then all of a sudden, like within a blink of an eye, the brakes stop and we were literally behind the the white line and i looked over to her and even she was like what the heck and we were fine nothing hit us we were behind the white line but literally i saw us in the intersection so i don't really know what happened there i could just cough it up that maybe like somebody you know like a guardian angel was was pushing the car back because that's what it felt like is like we were in the middle of the intersection and by the time i could even blink it happened so fast and it felt like we were being pushed back but i don't know it was crazy and then at the so we go across the street you know keep going me and my sister are both like whoa what the heck just happened you know like what was that and we were sitting there and i was talking to her about it like i was like you know psych it's crazy like i don't i don't know like that was insane and all of a sudden there was no light that this could have happened with but this it sounds i hate telling it because it's like people probably are like what the heck but it, it literally like a light shone from up above in the sky shot down in front of us to where it was just a pure white light and blocked the the vans back in front of us like i couldn't even read the license plate and it shot up and it literally happened in the blink of an eye and i asked my sister i was like did you see that did, did you just see that she's like yeah it was like a beam of light that's the best way i could describe it and so guardian angel <laughs> or the watchers are still watching yeah interesting yeah 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 that makes me wonder that might we I know I've mentioned this before, but I have uh, dived dived into Norse uh, paganism and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you're learning about the um, Jotunheim, right? The, the Frost Giants. I wonder if they somehow related in the sense of uh, how the Giants Niflheim were. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I know there's some tie there, but I still don't know. There's a lot of questions because wasn't there a theory that like Stonehenge and certain like Things created by giants. Yeah. Were created by the Niflheim. Yeah. Or yeah. aliens is used as a form of uh, measurement and stuff like that. Yeah. So much more. Yeah. I know. But I just basically wanted to talk about this and get your idea on it because uh, it's something I learned recently. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was definitely something he was like, this was literally a late night. We're just chilling, getting ready to go to sleep. And he's like, hey, did, have you ever heard of the Watchers? I want to do an episode on it. Funny enough. Um, just remember, uh, in that movie, um, what the hell was the name of it? It had Russell Crowe play Noah. Oh, Noah. Was it called Noah? I think so. I think it was just straight up. Well, Emma, uh, was Emma Watson played one of uh, his uh, daughters-in-law? Yeah, I think so. Can't remember. Yeah, I think was it, it was just Noah, yeah. Anyway, uh, it depicted the Watchers in it. Really? But they're like giant things made of stone. Interesting. Yeah. But when they died... 
they were broken free from the stone and basically became beings of light again. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, so I know how the creator, they, they would use that word, the creator punished us to stay here and watch you humans. Interesting. Yeah. I got to watch it again. After yeah. that, I know yeah, all this now stuff. You know that, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Definitely. But um, I guess that's uh, wraps yeah. up and stuff like that. I'm, I'm excited for next week's. What is next week's episode? So, I... Something you're okay. passionate about? Well, I wasn't passionate. Anybody that listened to Fairy Folk, our, like, our episode the from thing. a while, a, a while ago, knows that, like, we, we kind of tiptoed on gnomes. And I normally am not into Fairy Folk, the Fae, gnomes. It's one of those concepts that is just, like, very hard for me to believe. Like, I don't know why. I have the hardest time wrapping my head around it. And... But recently, I have been almost obsessed on researching about gnomes or duendes, which is like, you know, duendes is essentially the same thing as gnomes, just in other, I think the Philipp- the Philippines, they call it duendes, Mexico and Spanish countries, they call it duendes, and one other country that calls it duendes, like, in- but anyway. The Spanish term, so. Yeah. yeah. So what started that really quick is a, you can look it up. It's kind of creepy looking. Um, apparently, a box of gnomes. Um, it was a picture that was taken, but the box of gnomes. So basically, in the 1700s, a witch captured these gnomes because I guess she was having issues with them in her house. It sounds so far-fetched, but like when you look at hey. the picture, you're just like, whoa. Save it for the episode. Yeah, that's what started it. So. Yeah. A 1700s witch captured gnomes and they found it in a box recently or I don't know if it was recently or like within the last like couple of years and they took a picture and they posted it and that's what started it for me and I went down this big rabbit hole and I was like whoa like a lot of people have gnome encounters yeah and we're talking about that next episode yeah where you go off and yeah whole, tell you the, the whole episode. episode yeah tell you the whole episode just right now All right. um <laughs> Oh, haunted update. Real quick. Okay, sorry. Right. Uh, uh, so that's next week's episode. Yeah. But yes, we have a kind of a haunted update. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm going to take you guys. I don't know if Isaac can come with me, but it would definitely this. I don't know if I'm going to Instagram live it or record the video and then post it. Depends on my situation and how I'm like there. Um. But there is a haunted, well, supposedly haunted trail that is literally right next to us. Um, Apparently, I'm on some forums on Facebook about, like, local, like, haunts and stuff. So I can keep up with that from people's encounter stories. And apparently, there was a photographer that commented, hey, does anybody know of any, like, creepy stuff that's been happening at this? Because it's like a park and a trail, but the park is, like, separate and the trail is separate. And I've been getting really into, like, local history ever since we did the Haunted Camp Lejeune site. And we were talking about Old Turning Point, which is the foundation of an old settlement that was here in, like, the 1700s. And so, um, anyways, so I was on this forum, and like I said, the photographer lady showed her pictures, and she captured this, like, shadow figure thing. And every time it does, like, every time I look at photos of this area or, and I've always, I've gone on this trail before and I've always felt weird stuff. I didn't like it. Like, things were 
like I've had incidences where things prevented me from going on the trail, like just random things. Because I went on there when Killian was a baby, and I remember, yeah, it was it was weird. I'll talk about that like in the video when I go there, kind of my situation, how it made me feel, and stuff like that while I'm there. But taking you guys with me, so you guys can see it too. Um, but yeah, so a lot of people were mentioning in the comments, like, yeah, I've always felt weird stuff and everything. And every time I look at pictures, I keep getting in my third eye, like these hooded shadow things. I don't even know. I found out that the actual history of that area, there was, um, Native Americans that were settled along the, the river. Uh, they got massacred. Um, there's a massacre there with that. Then the settle, settlers came, lived in that area, and then they got massacred. But basically, the land in the area was cursed by Native Americans because of what had happened to them. So. I can go Sunday when I'm off. Yeah. So hopefully I could take Isaac with me so I could uh, explain to you guys if there is any dark stuff there. And explain to you guys kind of what I see and, like, how I go about, like, going to these haunted places. Um so anybody that, you know, is interested ability-wise and stuff like how we handle haunted locations can see. But I'm just curious because I've always, I've always felt bad stuff there. I never really liked it. Um, so, and there's a lot of, like, untapped in history around this area um, that, to me, I mean, it would produce paranormal activity. So I'm going to check it out and take you guys with us. All right. So look forward to that. Yeah. And also look forward to next week's episode about gnomes and duendes. What do you call it? Duendes. 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 Um, next week. Um, as always, guys, you can catch our social media at Hitting the Shadows Podcast on Instagram, Hitting the Shadow Six on Twitter, or Hitting the Podcast Two on TikTok, or links to all our social media and always ways list to us at HiddenTheShadowsPodcast.com. Those are links to our merch store. You can actually buy a shirt or some stuff. Um, yeah. So. Yep. See you, uh, weirdos, in the next one. Yep. Zombie